Welcome to the Digging Dexter podcast with Victor. And uh, Colton Duffy. This is Victor, and now that he's done with his meal at the sports bar restaurant, I'm joined by my co-host Colton. Colton, hello. <laughs> hello, everybody. I'm glad I enjoyed my meal at the restaurant. <laughs> the fact that platter, a breast and a thigh. <laughs> You know, if you didn't have a daughter, there are so many other ways I could go with that. But anything I wanted to say, it's like, I can't say that. <laughs> like, it's it's not even remotely funny. Um, uh, but here we are. Episode 807, Dress Code. This episode, um, sort of like others, it's going to be really interesting to go back and listen to these episodes, if anyone does, because we're getting like, drip fed information about new blood and it seems like every other week we have like something else to talk about um so we got a trailer this week uh i guess this is the official trailer it even says so on the video and the first one was a teaser apparently Mm -hmm. this one is a a trailer and we definitely get a lot of information a lot more something i want to bring up before we get into that is next week uh 808 are we there yet we we're going to have a special guest joining us Slipmaker, from his youtube channel uh if you search Slipmaker on youtube he does all these i we spoke about this last week all these interesting retrospectives on tv shows where he sort of breaks everything down and like you know you figure 96 hours or so of dexter he breaks it down into about 80 minutes mm-hmm. and it's really interesting i want i'm only up to Very season good. three i'm only up to season three and I, I'm gonna in, watch the rest in one sitting. There's so much he brings up that I was like, "That's what I've been trying to say for 91 episodes of this fucking podcast." Um, so I think it's gonna be really interesting. I just want to hear. I always wonder, like those people who make those videos. Do you know how much time it probably takes editing? So you know, Colton has his Colton had his Boardwalk Empire podcast. You people have no idea what goes into like, well, I'm sure people do, right? Let's not make this sound like we're like um, fucking martyrs, but there's no, a lot of no, work, no. but it's still a lot of work for something that we're doing as a hobby, right? I mean, yeah, I, I didn't uh, Boardwalk Empire and uh, the same with you with uh, Six Feet Under and with Dexter. We've literally lost money. <laughs> so, I mean, oh we, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a bit, but that's not what we're we're not in this for money, obviously. Because if we were, we're the worst business people to ever exist. So, right, right. Um, <laughs> but like, what I realized, and I didn't know this going into it, I knew there was a lot that went into podcasting. But basically, whatever this is, what I came to find out is whatever a podcast is, whatever the episode is. So, say an episode is uh, sixty minutes. Then that that person that creates that podcast, more than likely, they spent around triple that in editing, give or take, because right. you have to include the um, the recording time. They have to listen to it all the way through. Then there's usually a second time that they have to do it because they have to edit and stuff like that. So give or take, it's about three times. When you work in video, I can't even imagine how much extra goes into that. I, I, it's got to be at least four to five times the amount. So yeah, and his his stuff is exceptionally amazing. Yeah, like his stuff is not it is not low rent like this is. Like this is like ours we are like a a fifth grade play compared to his like college whatever 
or professional, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I'd be, <laughs> I'd be really interested, uh, interested to hear what he has to say about the entire thing. Um, I'm excited. So, I'm very excited to have him on because yeah. I've, I've watched it all the way through. And like what you've said is some of the stuff that we've, especially with you, because you, you've been obviously in the podcast from the beginning, uh, some of the stuff that you've said, like he, like the way he says it, I guess, and the way he brings it up, it's just like, that's exactly what Victor's talking about. And then it's like, as on top of that, some of the other stuff, there's things that I never caught. And I was like, wait, Victor never, and you're, you're way more um what is it your key on catching things especially like the nitpicking access like i i can be somewhat nitpicking but you're better on the grand scheme of nitpicking like it's, I'm, I'm better I, at bitching uh, <laughs> it's like i'll find like, like i know stupid what you mean little, i know like, you, like, yeah, like yeah. stupid little things i'll be like oh well this isn't real this isn't how this is done or whatever you're really good at picturing like the full picture nitpicks which is great he's this other level i can't quite describe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what he does no, and, it's like I said, he he says things that I'm like, God, that's what I was trying to say. And he did it in like uh, an eight second clip. He like <laughs> he like n- nuked everything I've been trying to say. Um, yeah. So, again, we're going to have him on next week for 808. I just think it's going to, you know, s- sort of good homework to watch his video. And, and, and it's a good recap if you're someone, you know, looking for like a good and you don't want to watch all eight seasons, um, but also watch all eight seasons and listen to the podcast. But if you don't mm-hmm. want to do that, um, definitely check out his retrospective. Yeah. So that being said, let's move on to the New Blood trailer. Um, so we they did sort of there's like a blast this week where we got the trailer. And then did you see Michael C. Hall did like an interview at Entertainment Weekly where it's the photo shoot? Have you seen those photos flo- floating around? <sighs> I seen the photos. Um, I'm not. A, I actually kind of like the photos, to be honest with you. It's, I like the photos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The trailer. And, we we can get into that, but um, no, the photos. I do. I like them. They're really good. They're well done. They're very a, a blast back to like season one, kind mm-hmm. of. Um, yeah. And you think about like it's funny like Dexter. Well, so I did. I did. I listened to it, and there's nothing. So I, you know, I, I, I have to struggle every time and I'm repeating myself. I have to struggle every time breaking down all this stuff because it's like, this is all meant to be misleading and to be vague about it. And here we are as where this, this podcast is focused on the Dexter show and I try to keep it that much, but here we are, we're in a very weird spot where we're getting an eight years after the fact revival and while we're doing the podcast on the last season, we're also getting new information about the new show. People are far more excited about the new show, the new season, the versus an eight-year-old terrible 807 dress code episode. So so I say, I say that to say I like to – there's probably way better people out there that will break down the new stuff. So when I – like the, the, Michael, the Michael C. Hall interview, it was entertaining, but I just feel like – all these actors, and this this kind of goes into sports, they're really good at saying a lot while saying absolutely nothing. Yes. So, you know, just I refer to it as like coach speak. Coach, how did you think your team did out there? Well, you know, we did good and we're working on some things. And I think next week we're really going to get them and it's a good week and whatever. And he could go on for 10 minutes just saying absolutely nothing while speaking. And I feel like that's some of what the press is. 
it's kind of like invigorating to like finally hear Michael C. Hall after eight years and talk about the new whatever. Um, so I just think that some of it is, I just didn't think the Michael C. Hall interview was, is worth bringing up anything here. You know, mm-hmm. he, the same stuff about how do you go from being Michael C. Hall to Dexter and, and, you know, he has to autograph knives for people, whatnot. So that being said, there is one part of the interview that is worth noting. Okay. He said that there was four episodes that he enjoys the most and are worth watching heading into New Blood. I saw something about this. Okay, but I didn't see what episodes it was. So, And, and I don't think it, it's meant to be like these episodes are going to have to do with the new season. Uh, they're sort of doing this with Sopranos right now in terms of uh, episodes to watch heading into the movie. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the four episodes Michael C. Hall mentioned was... First, uh, the first episode, the pilot, which we all know, you know, it's just called pilot, and it, you know, interesting episode. It's, you know, it's what almost everyone knows regarding uh, Dexter. Really really good episode, actually. I mean, I mean, we can all agree, like, it's a very good episode. It's, it gets you hooked. It's good. Yeah, Yeah. it's a great hook. Um, The second episode he mentioned was episode ten of season one, called Seeing Red. Okay. And to refresh you really quick, that's the episode where Dexter sort of faints in the hallway mm-hmm. uh, when he sees he opens the the hotel room and there's so yeah. much blood, and that's where Dexter passes out. Um, so that that that's that episode. Episode three ten, which is from season three, episode ten, uh, go your own way. That's where the cat and mouse game of Dexter and uh, Miguel really amps up. And at the end, they have to fight on the roof. Like, you know, oh, I, okay, got, okay, I, got, okay. I got city fucking hall and the Skinner's watching over them, whatnot. Yeah. Um, okay. And then the last episode he mentioned was the season four finale to get away, which is obviously where, yeah. spoiler alert, Rita dies and Dexter kills no, Trinity. She does. I have to cough. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize Rita dies at the end. Oh, my God. Spoiler uh, only- alert. The only thing I found interesting is that is all seasons where Clyde Phillips was the showrunner before the switch. Most people would say that those are the four best seasons. Um, yeah. You know, so there's there's some of that there. Right. Um, so onto the trailer. We get a lot of background into what we think the new season is about. This is what I sort of has have as a little synopsis based off the trailer. Uh, we're led to believe this is at least my take in it, and you tell me what where where you would disagree. Okay, Dexter, aka Jim, is sort of enjoying his life in Iron Lake. You know, he does that funny thing. It's so funny to see Michael C. Hall or rather Dexter do anything besides be monotone. So when he's like, "Hey, Becca, Scott, go Hawks," <laughs> he's like. Ca-ca! it's so funny just seeing you know uh, such a monotone character so i'm led to believe in the way that they show his relationship with who is girl i'm led to believe his girlfriend is this season angela bishop the the police lieutenant of the town mm-hmm. um you know she pulls him over and you think it's like dexter getting caught but it's actually his girlfriend and they start kissing and when a series of murders happens and we'll get into like that that aspect of it the itch for Dexter kind of comes back. The quote unquote dark passenger comes back. Um, and that the quote unquote big bad this season 
seems to be capturing, kidnapping people, and then setting them free. Mm -hmm. Would you think that's kind of like a really quick gloss over, leaving out all the details, right? Yeah. So, and then as he's getting this need to kill again, Deb shows up, Mm -hmm. filling that like Harry role. Mm-hmm. When she even says, like, hey, haven't you learned nothing? Um, something I want to show here. And if you have anything to add while I'm pulling this up, feel free, Colton, because I'm doing something on the computer. Um, well, and I, I don't want to say anything too much with that before you pull it up, because I do have something actually to say about her being what what they've shown so far. Um, I, um, I. <laughs> I kind of am a little unu- um I'm not concerned I guess with what the uh the trailer has shown so far it's giving a lot to go on we we know that what the season takes place over the course of what was it two and a half weeks or something like that two weeks yeah two weeks so obviously there's going to be a lot that happens which is really that alone i do like to know um that's what dexter's kind of done in the past is each season is over the course they're not it's not a very long uh time period so i do like that knowing that going into it but at the same time there's some of the concerns obviously i have with how much showtime is showing now i don't work for showtime dick uh victor doesn't work for showtime my concern that I'm kind of getting, and I'm not trying to be like a nitpicking negative Nancy in this situation, um, is they're showing a lot. They're they're giving away a lot in this in this, and I don't want to. I'm not. I'm I'm not going to try to go into it and be like, oh well, you know, Harrison would be this age and all blah blah. Um, it's just they're releasing a lot of information, which for the fans to get them interested, obviously, is great. Like it's like super awesome, but. At the same time, it's also like, well, now I kind of know some of this stuff going into it. In this trailer, some of the stuff that they're showing in it, I really like. There's other, there's also some other stuff which I'm kind of like, and I'm not. I'm gonna get. I, oh my god, I'm it's, gonna be an it's asshole. The, it's, <laughs> it's the role we play. Go ahead, go ahead, because I want to get into well, other stuff. Okay, so, oh, well, pull up what you're talking about before I become an asshole. Just yeah. So just just I'm, for clarity's sake, I am an asshole. Before I, I am an asshole, but you stole a joke from me, Colton. I was gonna say before <laughs> I even pulled the photo up, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when Deb shows up, first of all, I can very much see how someone would be confused. Is like Deb still alive? Because they don't. Are you, necess- with, are you gonna show the one that she's on her on the ground with the um with all so the I documents look- and like pointing and stuff? So I looked at that. I don't know if that's 100% Deb, which is why I didn't want to go there. Oh, I thought it was. Oh. Yes. Uh, uh, I just did not 100% thing. And then the photos are just, we don't know what she's looking at. So we don't know right. like that. So whatever. That could be, and it could be someone else because it could be literally any other woman. There's, they don't show her face. It, we're led to believe it's a woman, but it could be anybody else. And we don't even know what she's looking. Oh my God. She's looking you know at. what I just now realized? Hmm. is Dexter's girlfriend is the chief of police. What happens if she does that? That's right. dead. So that's, that's what Dexter I mean. It could be dead. It sister. could be her. Right. Um, oh, we get that incest factor again. <laughs> <laughs> Which is honestly all I want to see in the new season. I just want incest. <laughs> I want Iron Lake just to, just as a incest. town, just fuck each other. I want, I, want the, I want the iron to fuck the lake. Just, <laughs> just everybody. Everyone so, be fucking... <laughs> 
I mean, that's why Harrison comes back, right? So <laughs> what I what I wanted to show was there's an interesting shot of the trailer, and it's very you know mysterious. And I'm gonna have it take over the scene. The bottom is the first one uh, of our our stream, rather. The bottom is what taps at the door, and then the top is the person who's knocking on it. Uh, do you know who this is, Colton? Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're just looking at it. So what my theory is, and I think this is the introduction of Deb, which goes back to, I kind of hate how much they're showing us, but I guess it's good for episode 807 discussion. I think that's Deb knocking with the bullet that was stuck inside her from Oliver Saxon. And at the top, that's her in her, how we last saw her in her hospital gown. Uh, it's completely this is me this is me tinfoil hat just like you know is that deb on the floor looking at stuff or whatever but to me this is how they bring her back in terms of ghost deb because i again the last time we saw her is when dexter you know drops her uh and she's still in her hospital gown because dexter takes her from the hospital bed and i feel like the bullet she but you know what this could be just a random person, not even knocking on Dexter's door. Fucking, you know, has nothing to do with Dexter at all. So this is just a, it's a one thing I was like, hey, you know what? I think this is clip worthy in terms of the podcast. That's an interesting uh, capture of that. I, I did not catch that at all. So that's very. But then I'm the one that was out here like talking about the ice truck killer. You know that that's what they're trying to go with because you have a trucker like, well, let's talk about that, though. Like. The, yeah. the, the, the killer that's out there, which this part I'm actually okay with, is the killer that we're being at least aware of right now is kidnapping people by truck. I'm okay with this. I'm 100%. That's a real serial killer. None of this ice truck like in, in the TV show, the ice truck killer with the, the, the painted fingernails and shit like that, Trinity and stuff like that. Those are like overdramatic serial killers, right? That is like what we think of like um, – what is it in um, – Silence of the Lambs, Buffalo Bill and stuff like that, right? Like, that's what we think of. I mean, yeah, we have Ed Gein and stuff like that. But, like, your real serial killer wasn't that dramatic. This is what it looks like is somebody that is out there that's kidnapping people in their truck. They're able to drive around and then kill them. That's scary as shit. And it's awesome. And I'm okay with that. But then I made the observation. It was like, okay, ice truck killer because it's a truck and they're in the ice and they're killing people. It's probably nothing, right? But I was just like, really? Like, this is, I'm catching that. Victor's out here, like, really catching shit. So, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, you know what? We are all speculating at the moment, right? Like, yeah. This is all whatever. I'm excited. So- I, I think this is going to be, the, this is not to cut you off. What we're seeing, the one thing I took away from this, uh, this trailer that I'm super stoked about. I think this is going to be the most realistic like representation of an actual serial killer. And that's what I'm actually excited about. Like none of this dramatic over the top stuff. I mean, it's a TV show. There will be dramatic over the top shit. It's Dexter. I get it. But mm-hmm. we may actually have like an actual legitimate like, hey, this that's it. I would if anybody has watched the TV show. Uh, oh, my God. Um I completely lost my train of thought on this one. Holy shit. Um, 
aging right before our ears, everybody. I know. Happen, happens to be all the time. Happens Joe, to be all the time. I'm, I'm doing a Joe Biden right now and just deteriorating in front of the audience. Um, oh my <laughs> god. Um, True Detective. If you've watched okay. the first, if you watch the first season of True Detective and who you find out the killer is and stuff like that, it's not a, it's not like this big massive disguise and stuff like that. That's what I'm hoping happens out of this. I think that would be amazing. I personally think that would be amazing. I'm obviously all over the place on this. P this is for people that have watched True Detective and stuff like that. I think it would be awesome. You know, I would really like for something like that to happen where it, that's what we get. We don't get this over the top character. It's literally, oh my God, like like two episodes before the end, Dexter's finding out like, this is the person. This is this is how this happens. But I say that, but we also have like guns with lasers and shit on it. So, I mean, who knows? So I want to bring something up where, where you, you brought up in terms of realness regarding the serial killer. And Jen in the chat mentioned it to me during the week. And it's so funny. After she mentioned it to me, I started seeing it everywhere else. So, again, this is total speculation. Just kind of going off whatever theory we can pull together from the trailer, right? As fans, this is like just what we do. Mm -hmm. um, sort of seems like someone picks up a girl. And mm -hmm. then we kind of think that same girl seems to escape some lair. And that's the sniper we see sort of hunting her down. Right. Jen brought this to my attention. And then once I, I just started seeing it everywhere else, this seems to mimic the what they call the butcher baker was in a, a serial killer, Robert Hansen. And just really quick, grabbing the Wikipedia thing, because I don't know, I didn't get too much into it, but just it's sort of the basic, uh, you know, what this killer was about. Uh, between 1971 and 1983 in Alaska, so right there you just picture snow, right? And I know exactly this here. I'm not trying Hans to be like that guy, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure if you if you know anything about like true crime stuff, this is probably one of the more notorious ones. Uh, but this guy, Robert Hansen, abducted, raped and murdered at least 17 women in and around Anchorage, Alaska. He hunted many of them down in the wilderness with a looks like a Ruger and a knife. Um, so essentially he would capture women and then set them free so he could hunt them kind after of. while raping and, and drugging and whatnot. Um it sort of seems like that's the tr killer they're mimicking or kind of basing. Mm -hmm. If if that's even true, right? We'll gladly listen to this after to, uh, really season quick. whatever ends. Go ahead. Really quick, just to make him more scary, what he would actually do is he would kidnap women. He would drug them, and he would he actually had a Cessna, and he would fly them into the middle of nowhere and release them in the middle of nowhere to hunt them. That's even scarier. Just so I, I that's what I remember about him the most is I was like, holy shit. This guy was like in the air flying and dropping them off because he had a plane that could like land at the like like lakes and stuff like that up there. And he would just release them in the middle of fucking nowhere and then hunt them. It's fucking scary as shit. So Sorry. That, no, 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 no. It, it's worth bringing it up because that's, that, that matches this guy. Like what we're seeing, that's right? What, what we're seeing, it seems to match, and that's sort of because I think even what's her name? Um, I think her name is Angela Bishop on the show, but I, I forget Dexter's girlfriend in the trailer. Um, you know, she sort of says there's no rhyme or reason to it, you know, and there's always a reason behind it. That's what I think sort of ticks Dexter's gear, so to say. Uh, mm -hmm. So I thought it was worth bringing up because that was a really great point by Jen. And then once once I saw them, once I saw her say that again, everyone. 
Uh, something to keep in mind, like you said before, the show does take the sh- the the showrunners mentioned that the show takes place over two weeks. Mm-hmm. In the trailer, Dexter cross. I don't even know how he starts, how he cuts his hand, but he crosses off December 9th, which is a Thursday. Because we know there's there's a Christmas tree at the end of the trailer, which we'll get to. Uh, so for whatever it's, I'm sorry, December 9th, a Thursday, he crosses off. I'm sorry if that's what I said. Something I also saw from one of the show, I guess it was Clyde Phillips, but it might have been someone else. Said that regarding the Dexter show as a whole, you can't have a show without a father son relationship, which is interesting because you know you kind of had the Dexter Harry thing, and then you had Dexter and Harrison. Okay, fair obviously enough, yeah. go, going into the new season, you now we know you know Harrison's going to play a uh, big role. Uh, there's a new shot of Jamie Chung who plays the crime podcast, true crime pa- podcast mm-hmm. reporter, and she's taking a selfie at the. Yeah. at the scene uh there's the, the the tagline sort of of the trailer seems to be you know i may be a monster i might still be a monster but i'm an evolving monster mm-hmm. so just it's it's an interesting twist on you know i'm a very neat monster um i i forget where i read it and i wish i i should have had the uh i should have had the source here to back me up but it says and you know what Going back, it may have been the Entertainment Weekly interview. I'm pretty sure Michael C. Hall stated he has not killed since he left Miami. I was actually just about to ask that. Do are we led to believe? I mean, because according to this trailer, he we're led to believe he has not killed in so in what ten years or however long it's been. Eight right? years. Eight years. Eight years. That's a long time I- for him to go without killing. I think that's what you see all those crosses on the calendar. It's every day he hasn't killed. And I think sort of the idea of the oh. blood, this new serial. Again, don't 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 take this as like what I'm saying is true. Just like I, I'm just putting what I think pieces together. Um, okay. There. Hmm. So audio-wise, something I wanted to do, and I'm a little proud of this. And again, it's a, it's a setting in audacity. We sort of got a cool little hint of the Dexter theme. Oh, I listen. didn't hear it. Really? Okay. I didn't. You did. I was, you did. You I was, didn't realize it. Okay. I was like, I was really listening and I couldn't hear it. Okay, cool. So this is, I'm playing this with, so I was able to extract the vocals from the trailer and you'll see what I mean. I'm going to play exactly how you hear it on the trailer here. Okay. Okay. Don't be ashamed. A lot of folks get queasy at the sight of blood. Yeah, it gets to me every time. It's a scary world out there. I didn't notice that. That's awesome. So I thought that was, yeah, I thought it was really interesting just the way I heard it. And it's it's almost like, um, man, what did they do that for? Jurassic Park. I think we I think we talked mm-hmm. about this. They just do the dun, dun, dun. And you're like, oh, my God. So yeah. there's a setting on Audacity that lets you remove the vocals, and it works sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. So you're going to hear the background audio is like, you know, 1999 streaming from Napster quality, but you could hear the piano keys oh, very okay. clear. So this is, again, it's the audio taken out and just sort of the the, the theme up front. <laughs> Oh, 
that's my favorite part of the whole entire trailer right now. I'm just going <laughs> to let really you know. Because cool. really this is what cool. I've talked about from the beginning. Like, why can't they? Because we, we know they're going to change the opening. It's not going to be him cooking eggs, cooking ham anymore. It, it won't happen, right? And I was saying this from the beginning. They have to change the song. You can't have the same song. But you want an essence of that song. And that was what I said. Like, like kind of like Jurassic Park. So stoked right now! Like this, makes, that alone, I can forgive everything else about the trailer it's right ve- now. It's very. When I heard it while listening to it, I was like, "I'm so sad I didn't hear that." I'm. I'm. My my mindset has been the entire time, the entire time, cautiously optimistic. I'm excited what I'm seeing, but I am not. There's a lot of questionable stuff, and again, mm-hmm. what the what one of the main thing is, and I, I don't see a lot of people talking about it. Is sort of like, okay, so Dexter. He's not working for the police department. How is he going to get all this stuff? He's Don't worry. His girlfriend's working for the police department, and he's allowed oh. to just walk into Iron Lake Metro just like you could fucking walk right into Miami Metro. So stuff like that has me concerned his as a whole. girlfriend never realizes he's Dexter, who's probably been on the band and all of that. But yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> like I said, you just – and then and – then, yeah, so I'm cautiously optimistic. Just I'm excited for it. I'm just going to stand – withhold my my thing and low expectations and you'll never be disappointed exactly that being said when they dropped that in the trailer i was like yep told you dexter's the best fucking show ever (laughs) (laughs) fuck you breaking bad you suck (laughs) predictable bullshit meth i've got it (laughs) dexter rules (laughs) Ooh, I'm the one who knocks. Oh, Dexter will fucking stab you. Um. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um. So one last thing, and I the reason why I would bring it up, obviously, because it's a huge part of the trailer. And then something crossed my mind today that I was like, oh shit! At the end of the trailer, and we talked about this two weeks ago, where it got it didn't get a hundred. It got confirmed by the writer Scott Reynolds, but that uh, Harrison's coming back. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the trailer, it ends, and Dexter is sort of aggressively walking towards someone. And the guy, the person goes, uh, um, Are you Dexter? And he goes, uh, It's me, your son. And De- Dexter goes, Harrison. And that's how the trailer ends. Really wish they didn't show that. I'm not going to repeat what you said, but these are just huge moments that I just wish that would have been such a huge end of episode two moment where. You know, then we come back on that. We come on the stream that night, and it's like, what the fuck? Harrison's here. I don't even how. Whatever. Then I started thinking a little bit, and this is where you start overthinking the trailer. Okay. What if that's not Harrison? That's actually what you're saying. I, I just like kind of clicked in my head. I was like, he's Harrison. Doesn't say he's Harrison. It's right. Hmm. That's actually so, a good observation. Because I didn't catch it until you just said it. Okay. And. Or yes, because you know what? It's like, and and then it got, it got really got me thinking. What if Dexter did not fake his death? And this is what I mean by that. See, Jen, Jen, I just saw in the chat, Jen, Jen said a great point. What if it's Cody? What if, because at the end of, and you know what? This is completely reckless speculation. I'm well, almost po- yeah. almost positive at the end of season eight, they never say they found his body. They found his boat, and they that's how they say Dexter's dead 
you know, Miami Metro, whatever. I'm pretty 99%. I mean, obviously they don't find his body, but they say he got lost and whatever. What if between if I remember right. Right. What what if newspaper? What if between the eight years? See, but then I don't know how you handle the Harrison aspect because then it's like, well, where's your son? She's with Hannah, the fucking fugitive. Because part of me was wondering, what if they neatly tied up that Dexter didn't fake his death and he's there? See, no, you know what? This is why I shouldn't bring stuff up on air that I I haven't thought out flushed out because then why is he living under an alias Jim Lindsay, right? Like that part doesn't make sense. How did Harrison, an 18-year-old or whatever, anywhere from 11 to 21 years old, find Dexter? Who knows? What if it's Cody? Um, so they're just it, – it's it's just – this is why I don't bring stuff up on air, but here I am uh, bringing stuff up on air. Uh, again, uh, and then we are led to – I feel like we're led to believe that the way Dexter disposes of bodies in this new Iron Lake is through, uh, I mean, burning, a.k.a. cremation. We kind of see him, and again, it, this is stuff where they, they do it clever, where you don't necessarily know it's Dexter, and is that dead behind him? So that's basically all I have on the trailer, if you got anything else. No, I just that, I, okay, like I said, I'm not trying to be like a negative, I, I, I think I'm going into this the same that you are. I'm not trying to be a negative dancing into this, I'm trying to get, like, the most satisfaction that I can out of the trailer. At the same time, like, I agree, I, I'm just like, you're uh, releasing a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to sit there and be disappointed. Um, but I sit and I just, I, 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 I'm, I'm just double like speaking myself on this, hearing that like little bitty theme that alone, had they just released that, I would have been happy. I would have been like, Oh my God, you can do this. Like, let's go, let's go 10 episodes. Let's air it right now. So I'm getting a little more excited about it. Um, I'm hoping they're not releasing too much. We still got to realize it's what it's 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 ten episodes, isn't that what they said officially? Yeah, yeah. So it's ten episodes. We've literally got five minutes worth of footage out of ten episodes that's been aired. So yeah, is there some things that may have been spoiled? Maybe, but at the same time, I'm also like, you know what? This is Showtime. They kind of know what they're doing. So I'm kind of going into it like you. I'm going to go into it like, look, I'm excited for it. But that's it. That that's all I'm gonna say right now. I'm not ex- yeah. I'm not expecting this to be the greatest television moment in in the entire history of the world. But yeah, I, I, it also is probably not gonna be the worst. So because that's Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> um, what that would have you know it's so funny what like while you were talking in my head I redid the trailer, and at the end. It's just like, is someone like Dexter goes like, is someone there? And all you hear is like the theme music, like the the little <sighs> piano, because like that should have replaced the the Aster. Uh, the Aster. I keep saying because Cody and Aster, because there's Aster. a whole other there's a whole other thing to discuss there. Um, all right, so if we're done with the trailer, we can move on to really quick because before we get too much into this, and I don't want to be asking this later on, didn't they confirm the actress that plays Hannah is not in this like period whatsoever at all? There's no mention of Hannah or the actress. 
because like I want to see like because like that was the very first speculation when this was very first going on was they were like well what are we gonna do about her like she died of like kidney kidney failure I re- I don't know why I remember that I just remember that being a discussion at one point and then people were like well what are they gonna do about Harrison okay I, anyway anyway it's not to go too much into that but that's been confirmed Hannah is not in the new as far as we know Hannah's not in the new season right I am willing to bet she's not because one of two ways. Okay. One, Yvonne Stravowski, huge actress. Okay. Possibly possibly one of the biggest actresses on the Dexter seasons one through eight as a whole. Okay. Like, she's bigger than Michael C. Hall, right? Like, I think she is one of the most... So, I, I think to, we I, would have... I don't know who she is other than this. Yeah. Uh, um. So... And I say and that I'm to not say trying, I'm f- not trying to be a di- I'm not trying to be a dick. I actually I really don't know who she is, other than him. No, no I mean, she she she's huge. She's huge. Okay. And I feel like it would have been news if she would have been on the show. Okay. I also know the last episode or two episodes or maybe even three episodes. They went to studio filming, so it is very easy to get Yvonne Stravowski into a studio and not out in the open. You understand what I'm saying? Mm, okay. Like you could have, you could have fucking LeBron James come in the studio. No one would know. Like, I'm just saying like, there is a way to be quiet about it versus when you're in public, it, the news is going to get out right. in the press release. But I think she's such a huge actress that I'm not a hundred percent sure you can do that without getting away with it. Which leads me to believe they kill her off screen. I think, okay. I think, you know, yes, cancer or something, you know, in the whatever. Or who knows? Better, we don't know. Better season. Okay. That's all I need to know. <laughs> or, or maybe Miles Kastner isn't actually dead, comes back from this dead boat, goes, finds, and uh, kills Hannah. Do you know who Miles Kastner is? I have a whole joke about him actually written down, so don't ruin <laughs> okay, it. Okay, I, I have, okay. I'm okay, not okay. even going to lie. I have a whole joke. So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, let, let's get into this episode because... Oh, th- this episode infuriates me and this is where man that turn of a decent season into like a bad season happens so quick our episode 807 starts where sort of less episode ended where dexter just sort of wakes up after he was drugged um this this episode this this spot where they where they wake up at, well dexter wakes up at is the same spot where uh, Mike Brown is killed at the beginning of season seven. How did she? Okay, I gotta go and say how did she? How did? How did Hannah get in there? I'm gonna nitpick the fuck out of this episode. Okay, I love that we're I love that we're one line into it, and I feel like you were like, I'm not gonna nitpick. I'm not gonna nitpick. What the? Fuck? How Hannah weighs all of 98 pounds. Michael C. Hall is a jacked motherfucker, and she just picked him up and dropped him off. Bull fucking shit. I'm sorry. You carry around dead bodies for a living. How easy is that? No, not not <laughs> n- not not being that. Well, you know what? I have equipment. I That's have what I'm saying. But you got helps. equipment, right? You know what? That is not even what infuriates me. I skipped. <laughs> I no, know. but that's how it starts. That's how the episode starts. It starts on such a bad premise. It starts on such a bad note that ninety-eight pound Hannah carried big ass Michael C. Hall, carried him out, not only out, put him in a thing, dropped him off, 
carried him in there, dropped him. He didn't get eaten by an alligator. This is Florida, so that's bullshit. And he just wakes up all normal. No, I'm sorry. No, it doesn't happen. This is, and if you can, Colton, <laughs> keep this in mind because I think when we start to see done. shots outside of Deborah's home, mm-hmm. I think she's like far from the street. So that means she like in public had to do that. Yes. Because yeah, where, I, where I, I Hannah think... comes in, where they're at, that faces the beach, which means right. that they would have to carry her all the way would, around. All the way around. So not only are you carrying essentially a dead body of Dexter around, nobody notices, nobody does any. No, I'm sorry. I'm done. No. <laughs> See, what I was going to say is if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this podcast, you're, uh, the reason why I make this podcast is because I like having podcasts where I can just go to any random episode. If I'm in the mood to listen to an episode or review about it, I could turn that on. I know if you're someone who's stuck with us from fucking episode one I'm all sorry. the way to, to 807, <laughs> you know I am at times, and I think it's ruined the podcast at times in the earlier seasons, like way too nitpicky. I've gone so far the other way in this season because it's so... We get some really bad character stuff here that like stuff like that. It just went whew, right over my head. I didn't even think about it. That and just I know ruined, it that's like, it's like, it a, me. yeah, yeah. Cause you would think like, oh, then miles helped her, but clearly he didn't. Right. Like it's nobody he helped her because they would have right. told miles. And that's it would have been in the they car. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what killed me on this is if they had left it open, like, oh, she got a henchman to do it. Oh, cool. We get it. All right. All right. Fine. I'm okay. But nobody knows about it. Nobody knows. Period. She did this. That's how the episode starts. So the episode starts on such a fault uh, premise. It ruins everything for me. Like, that's all I could think about. Like, I'm not even joking. Five minutes after that episode or that, that scene ends, I'm still sitting there. How, how the fuck did she carry him? <laughs> How? It makes no sense. So right. here is where this is my this is my nitpick, and it's I'm gonna ex- let me set it up because again, I, I really I, I don't think there's a whole lot in this episode to like chew on. Dexter and Deb. Dexter calls Deb to come pick her pick him up. They realize it was Hannah. Dexter needs to be able to find out why and how to get to Hannah. He pulls some footage. Finds out that Hannah's car is rented and they're named Maggie Kastner. Mm-hmm. Dexter finds Hannah at this boat. He's able to track her down. Okay. This is where... This is where I just lose it. Because this is the same okay. problem... This is the same problem I had with Lumen in Season 5. They make it a fucking point in Season 5. These barrel girl fucking killers are after blondes. Lumen, she wears a wig one episode. She never dyes her hair. There is no one more noticeable in public than a blonde and a ginger. Okay. Why wouldn't you dye your hair? And I say that to say, Hannah, a.k.a. Maggie, when Dexter goes to find her at the boat, in a gorgeous, because the actress and character Hannah's gorgeous, uh-huh. White dress, bright blonde hair. She's not a natural blonde. And we're talking about someone who escaped prison six months ago. That's actually a really good point. I didn't think about that. The whole thing, first of all, the whole thing that she's just still in Miami. 
any city where anyone lives right now and you're listening, imagine you got arrested and you're known, you're known. People know who Hannah McKay is. Yeah, yeah. No, she's definitely famous in this area at this time. Yeah. She went to her local courthouse, arrested, breaks out of prison, and she's still in the same city. What are we doing? Why? And this is not even what I have problem with in this episode, but this is just something I was just like. So he- here's the thing. Why is Miles there? Because he's he he makes his money through. Casinos, he is someone right? who tra- He's he is someone who travels. So I think he said. Uh, I think how Hannah met him was, uh, he did bought flowers for a charity he was doing. They kind of hooked up, and when she broke out of prison, she got into contact with him to help her him out. Okay. Why would right. why would a multimillionaire be helping a fugitive when he could assuming have any other woman on the planet? Why would he have harbor a fugitive and risk his everything? Ah, the thrill, the thrill. I, I, I can go, I can look past that actually. The thrill. And if I had any amount of money that's worth, I feel like and and I could get, and I'm saying he could get any woman he wants because of money. Yeah. Like, uh, f- fair enough. Fine. That's I, what I'm I saying. Not, like I he can get he risking... can get woman. I have a serial killer. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I would do it. I can see where it comes in, I guess. Like, okay, the thrill. Okay. Here, so, man, I, I have to, like, there's so much I want to say, but there's so much I don't want to say. With Hannah now out, living her life, she's remarried, she's whatever. The decision Dexter had to make at the end of season seven that he loves this woman but he cannot risk her being out because she wants to kill Deb. That hard decision Dexter had to make is completely undone. Because she's, what was the risk of sending her to prison if she was going to very lazily be let out like this? You get my point? Like, there was no, Dexter did not suffer any consequence. Well, it's because Miami Metro sucks. It's not even. It's not even. It's not even Miami Metro. Well, I guess it is Miami Metro because that's how she got out of prison. It's just what was the point? The idea of when someone gets uh, right, this show, it's uh, being arrested. Right, the mm-hmm. Dexter being arrested was like a big thing at the end of season seven. Where is the, where is the stakes tied to anything? If you can just write it out like this, like there's no stakes here. Hannah, no, I agree. What, I agree. What, why why would we even be worried in the next few episodes when there's a, a marshal out for Hannah? Like, there's no stakes tied to it. Because you know she's gonna slip away. Dexter's not gonna be concerned. It mm-hmm. just bothers me so much that it was a huge point at the end of season seven, and Hannah is just out fucking living this luxurious life. And, and you can't no tell consequences. me that. And you that's the thing. And you can't tell me that her husband isn't somebody that's somewhat known. Like that's the other as, thing too, right? He's a like fucking, so he's yeah, got to be at yeah. a place, and people are gonna be like, "Oh my god, that's Miles. Miles is dating Hannah. Oh my god, like she was in the newspaper. Like, like wait, waiters don't read the fucking newspaper, right? <laughs> no, I There's agree. Just, it's, it's very sloppy. It's and it's it's. I feel like we've reached the point in season eight where 
you're not meant to just you're not meant to what we're doing as a podcast because because Colton that's all these episodes are going to be is huge bitch fest like we're doing right now I know like like and I feel bad doing it because you know we have we have people joining us and 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 joining us in the chat and Colton this is still not the my huge gripe with this episode it's just I feel this is just meant to be you watch it and you don't think much about it because it is so lazy. Why not have Hannah in prison threatening Dexter that she's going to reveal who he is? Be way better. And he has he has to help her get out of jail. Like anything besides she got out of jail and is still in Miami as a tall, beautiful blonde. <laughs> like what are we yeah. doing? Let's move on because you want, to hear my biggest, for... you want to hear my joke and my biggest complaint about this whole situation? Go ahead. His name is Miles, and he's European. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even put that together. So what, what, what should have name been? Kilometer? Yeah. Kilometer <laughs> Who the fuck Kilo, is a kid? <laughs> Kilo Kastner? They'll do Miles over there. Everything's kilometers. <laughs> That literally was my biggest note. I was like, this fucker is your I'm not even joking. My 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 note is this fucker's European and his name is Miles. You know what? That's a great point. Is Miles short for anything? I, love I don't know. And, and it may be, and I'm and I'm gonna be proving an asshole on this, but fuck him. <laughs> so I'm um, research I just looked it up right here. Miles is the number two name in Europe. What? No, I made that up. I made that up. Oh, I was like, what's 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 the what's the number one dollar? <laughs> uh, metric. Um, okay, let, let's get through some of this episode because there's stuff. Um, where are we at here? Dexter sees this Mile Kastner walking uh, into this club. Sort of Dex uh, sets him off. Dexter's not in. I didn't really catch anything with the title of the episode. By the way, I couldn't really form an opinion of no dress code and whatnot. Um, so Dexter sees uh, Miles and Hannah walking in. Dexter's not allowed in because of the dress kilometer code. And miles. <laughs> kilo. Sorry, kilo, kilo, kilometer and Hannah. Sorry. If someone in the chat is smarter than I am to put together what this episode t- I, I mean i know what a dress code is and i know dexter's sort of on the outside it's just i don't i can't form like what it's supposed to okay. tie together random question actually and, and not to take away from the episode have you ever been to a restaurant where jessica was on force the only reason why i'm gonna say i mean yes but i feel like i walked into the restaurant already knowing it mm. I, okay. I didn't go like i am right now in boxers and a Los Pollos Hermano shirt, <laughs> expecting it to go into a steakhouse that I wasn't whatever. Right. Okay. I, 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 that... I, go ahead. I was like, I, I've been to one. It was a bar. It was a, a friend of mine. Um, it was their bachelor party. And we uh, went to this uh, bar here in Houston that had just opened. And they turned us away because we were wearing sneakers. They were like, mm. you have to have dress shoes. They were like, you have to have dress shoes on. No sneakers allowed. And we were like, that's some fucked up shit. We we're like, we're like here to spend money. We're dressed like we're dressed like nice. We we but we right. have on we all have on sneakers, except for one of our friends had on boots. And they were like, he can come in, y'all can't. Damn. Yeah. 
we were just like we were we oh they, yeah it was fucked up but yeah <laughs> I was just kind of uh, curious. Zach pulls off like a nice move, getting him into the club. So, to your point, and please, I want to move on. I just want to bring it up. Yeah, we're talking about a club that's rather, uh, not infamous, not notorious, prestige. Mm-hmm. You fuck. You need to know. You have to be a part of a club. There's a dress code, and Hannah McKay's just walking around. Whatever. Um, she's the plus one for the rich, rich asshole. So I sure. get it. I get sure. it. Boys club. Yeah. Uh, Dexter finds Hannah and Dexter, what he's really trying to find out is like, why? And, you know, Hannah's sort of playing coy. Um, something else here. Something, you know what? This is something I, I doing the Dexter show. I, I repeat this every episode. Doing the Dexter show, you watch everything in a different lens. And it took me up until this episode to realize why I don't love the Hannah angle. And point blank, it's like, I don't care if they're together. There was yeah. like a there was a sort of sweet, sweet puppy thing with like Rita, where it's like, you mm-hmm. know, we're still learning about Dexter and Rita. You know, people say she was annoying. I think she was not annoying, but that's I like Rita. I, I, yeah, 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 me, yeah. Per- me, me personally, I like Rita's character. I, I, like, I, I, I wanted them to stay together. I, you know, there, there's even something that like, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I feel like you can have a strong opinion one way or another on Rita, Lila, or Lumen. Like you can say like, I hate them together. I love them together. Okay, I don't care. One way or the other, which is the worst way to be about something about Dexter and Hannah. That's a good point. Like, if you're fighting with your significant other, you better hope they hate you or they love you. Because if they don't care either way about you, that's really tough to come back from. Ooh, that's how that's I feel about sick. Dexter and Hannah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like, that's the, that's the, if you have, if you don't feel either way, I'd rather someone hate me than feel indifferent about me because you really don't matter. That's exactly I and I realized this episode that's how I feel about Dexter and Hannah. I don't care. Like this isn't fair enough. I actually yeah, fair enough. You know what I mean? And that's what sort of like I was like, "Whoa, I didn't even know I felt like that this episode about Hannah." But th- I knew there was something always missing with Hannah. I just never knew what. And I, it hit me this episode. I'm just completely indifferent about her and Dexter. Fair um, enough. When Deb confronts Dexter about Hannah, I thought it was interesting the way Dexter describes Hannah and her marriage to Miles. It felt, I almost feel like it's word for word what Dexter used to say about what Rita was. And I have the audio here okay. that I want to play because I feel like I feel like this is exactly how we how we talked about Rita. Uh, let's see here. Or maybe she just feels obligated to him. I doubt Hannah McKay feels obligated to anyone. It's got to be operational. She needs a cover life. It's not like it's a real marriage. She can't actually love this guy. The whole thing of like the you know being a cover up, like you know, we got early seasons of Dexter where Rita was a stand-in, you know, yeah. of what what just a cover, a facade. So I don't know. I I found that a little interesting. Um. This is where my huge gripe with the episode is. I almost want to save it. I'm going to save it towards the end, but this is part of it. I just want to say how fucking dumb it is that 
Dexter spent five episodes begging, doing anything he can to get to get Deb back. Hannah shows up and he's like, Deb, I know I like really loved you and like I would I was fucking going nuts trying to get you back into my life, but Hannah's here, so like go fuck yourself. Let's get It's let's the love of my Indiana. life, Deb. <laughs> God There is I noticed it and God damn my, it, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> that is my huge gripe with this episode, but I want to save it to the end. I felt like this episode had weird cuts of serious Dexter and Hannah stuff, like serious drama, intercut with Dexter teaching Zach about the code. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just felt like it was very weird pacing where we got all this like intense, wise Hannah here, and then like it would sort of like the scene would blend into like Dexter trying to tame this rabid Zach who wants to kill so badly. Mm-hmm. Um, just off, off. It felt off. Um, as on our stream here on YouTube, anyone who's watching, Dexter goes to Hannah's nursery. I like this just in terms of like this bright, vibrant nursery we had in season seven with, you know, flowers and colorful. It's like all fucking run down and like dirty and dead right like <laughs> that's what everything is here um and, and we got this is where they ex- hannah explains how she got to miles and what why hannah is here is because she wants dexter to kill miles right i always wish they used dexter more in this way the way uh isaac Serco kind of hired dexter mm-hmm. as a hitman i always wish they used they would have used dexter this way but hannah's basically here to say like I thought you've owed me one for fucking getting me arrested. Can you kill Miles for me? But then I saw you. I didn't want to put you in that position. I love you so much. Blah. Blah. Yeah. To your point, to our point earlier of Hannah being out, Hannah says that his whole family, Miles, thinks that she's some kind of gold digger. Mm-hmm. How many people know Hannah's out of jail? Like, all these people know this? I was going to say hundreds of thousands of people. Like, <laughs> like, there has to be so many people. I mean, in her, like, uh, again, his whole family's like, oh, yeah, he's married to the serial killer, Hannah McKay. Yeah, that, yeah. She's a serial killer and she's out of jail. And by the way, Miles, you have, like, crazy, stupid money. Whatever. Not only that. Okay, not only code. that. I'm going to, oh, I'm going to nitpick the fuck out of this episode right now. Not uh-huh. only that, Dexter is texting her cell phone. She didn't get a new cell phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How are the police not tracking that? How does she still? Yeah, oh my! That's this is what I mean. Well, that I, stuff. Uh, my that stuff just started going over my head. And I if got, you just start no, talking I, about I, it. No, I you're was, right. You're right. I was I was bad on this episode. I've been trying. I've been holding back. I, Colton's been holding back a little bit. This episode, just for whatever reason, just it blew my mind. Just the amount, I guess it was, it was cause it's almost an insult to the viewers at this point on, on mm-hmm. stuff like this. 100%, 100%. Cause he like, she saved in his phone, Hannah McKay. And he's like texting, like, I'm going to see you tonight. And I'm like, how, how does her cell phone still work? This is what I mean. When we started out the season, lazy writing. It's not bad writing because it doesn't take that much. Like Jen said in the chat, it doesn't take much for Hannah to be like, Hey, I just bought this cell phone at the fucking gas station. This is my new number. 
keep it on your phone or else I'll tell the police who you are. Like, that's it. That's all you have to do. And you clear up something like this, you know, um, lazy. It's not bad. It's lazy. We're lazily getting all this stuff together. Dexter, I don't even know what this was about. I guess to show what danger Dexter's in. Gets like beat up by like some mafia guys. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, um, I was going to say whatever. Isaac's, the, Isaac's Hitman Smith's on yeah. Isaac's. So. Miles, Miles. <laughs> Same thing at this point. Yeah. Like. Cause he's been talking to Hannah, whatnot. Um, and again, a, sort of a theme this episode. And one thing I did like to not shit on the episode too much. This is an episode where sort of Dexter just keeps unfortunately mistiming his time with Zach. Every mm-hmm. time he's supposed to be with him, he gets beat up by the mafia or fucking anything like this happens. And we're talking about what we're trying to set up, but obviously Dexter gets railroaded with um, Hannah showing up. Is Dexter supposed to be teaching Zach to code? He's supposed to be mentoring him. Mm-hmm. I found it interesting that this is the first episode we get Harry back. You know, oh. where he he was the father to Dexter. Uh-huh. Well, he's the the whatever the mentor uh, and his actual father, stepfather. Um, I found I was like, oh, okay, there is good stuff here. It's just so bad. <laughs> the, the, the 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 portions of this episode with him are my favorite parts of this. With, like, Har- I'm not even, with Harry? No, with Zach. With Zach. Like, okay. actually, with, with Zach, like, uh, what was this? What, eight years ago, whatever it was, when Colton watched this eight years ago, Zach, piece of shit, hated that. Could not stand that part of this thing. Zach is turning into one of my favorite parts of this season, actually. And I, I, I had talked about you with this whenever I was re-watching it again a couple months ago when I was prepping for this season to do the podcast, he's, he actually is like kind of the redeeming part of this, in my opinion, you know, and this, like him missing him, you know, and then him getting upset when he's walking past uh, his neighbor. And he's like, yeah, tell him to fuck himself. Like he, cause we're going to see next episode that comes back and stuff like that. There's some parts about Zach's like story. I really like it. I, I actually like the actor. I really do. I think he, the actor is really good. It adds another complex element to make making Dexter daddy and stuff like that, where he's now Harry in a way. And so it adds like these elements that makes this, this season, well, the season, these episodes worth it for me. Well, that's for me at least, you know, everybody's different, but I don't know. Zach's getting this random redeeming quality that I have so far. That's me. I, I only I only disagree because I don't love. There's like, you know, here, here's what I guess I'll say. I don't think the two storylines in this episode mesh together. I feel okay. like we're getting Dexter love and this horny to kill Zach, and they just keep missing each other. Like I feel like they don't they just don't fit well. It See, that's what I like, like because of the same character. They're the same kid. They're both. They're both off on their own. Like he's over here, like oh, Hannah's sexy. Your neighbor's sexy and stuff like that. And Dexter's like, oh yeah, I guess. But then Dexter's over here, hot to trot with Hannah again. Like they're kind of the same character. They're fucking each other over. <laughs> it's a it's a, it's a good point. It's a good point. Um, I guess I just don't like how it's executed because it's not. It, I, I, I get I, I get what you're fair saying. Enough. And how many times have I repeated 
bad execution, lazy write. That's that's kind of where my, my everything is on it. Um, Miles makes Hannah aware that he knows that she was with Dexter. Uh, tell her the ship is leaving tomorrow, so Hannah's basically stuck with this guy forever. Dexter is kind of showing up at the same time to kill Miles, but wait, Hannah did it already. Something I wanted to play here because I mentioned it in another episode. And I want to play it here because I, I guess I'm banking on your memory here. Okay. They play they play the Trinity theme again. Oh. So this is where I'm really, you know, if you had a shot for it, if you had a dollar for every time I said lazy this episode, you'd be you'd be Miles Kastner rich, Kilo rich. <laughs> um, they're so... They're so late. They get so lazy these last five episodes with the music. And I have two examples. This first one, they are reusing the Trinity theme, which was so at its core important to the Trinity season four. Absolutely. So you you can tell here this is 807 because you're going to hear Miles and Hannah. But And again, Colton, you may not like know what the Trinity theme is, but you, when you hear it, you're going to be like, okay, that that's 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 the Trinity right. theme. Uh, here. That's unnecessary. You've made it necessary. No, please don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. Why? Because you love him. No, I promise you I'm not ever going to see him again. That's the reason you insisted on coming with me tonight. I... I tried to run, but... Grabbed me. Did you not notice that's the Trinity theme? I didn't. I it's one of those I don't I don't catch it until you like mention it and I'm like, oh my god, you're right, it is. So if you if you like literally Google like introducing Trinity, oh, there's like a Trinity suite, it's all over the season four soundtrack. It's just that theme that like damn I need to memorize that because I know for a fact well, I don't know for a fact, but I'm ninety nine percent certain it will be used in the new season. Just because of what we've been told so far. So. Sure, sure. Um, so I just like I, I you're you're cheapening that amazing score from season four. I think it's actually literally in the episode season four episode one uh, opening moments. Okay. Um. So Dexter and Hannah sort of make up, helps her dispose of Miles, and we kind of see here that Deb is tailing them. Um. Mm-hmm. L- let me let me. I've bitched so much that I'm I'm out of bitching <laughs> bitching tokens, but. I will bitch away. Give it to me. This is what drove me crazy is that we spent five episodes, meaning episode six, Dexter and Deborah were okay. You know, there wasn't really much fighting, but Dexter spent those five episodes fucking begging, begging Deb to be in his life. Mm -hmm. Dr. Vogel helped me calling his cell phone, showing up at our work. Uh, I think you were having sex with this guy. Let me kill him. I thought you were in danger. I'll do anything. Mm-hmm. I need Deb in my life. Hannah shows up and he's like, forget that. I-, I didn't really love you. I didn't really need you in my life. Hannah's actually more important. The person who tried to kill you? Yeah. I think I need to make sure she's okay and be with her. Hold on, there, there was one other thing, and um, oh yeah. By the way, she's a fugitive. 
like your whole you can be remember when you were yelling at deb about you left my son an orphan where does harboring a fugitive or knowing you have a fugitive out there where does that rank on you could have left my son an orphan and that's what kills me about this season what was the point of dexter so badly needing deb in his life for an episode and a half later to be like deb fuck your feelings i'm about hannah now well not only that but and i don't i I have it in my notes so i don't remember i don't remember the exact like how this scene goes about exactly but at one point deborah is talking with dr vogel about dexter and about what's been going on and dr vogel essentially makes dexter out to be the savior like well if it wasn't for him you would be in this situation you'd be this what the fuck dexter's a savior (laughs) like oh really yeah they, they they made him the entire time remember she was saying like you can't Dex Dexter did what he did because that's who he is. And we're not here to discuss that. Deborah, you have to fix yourself. It's like, wait, what's talking about a fucking Dexter, Dexter's been out here to killer. save himself? Dexter right, right. had Dexter had Dexter killed himself last season, Deborah wouldn't have killed LaGuarda, and everything right now would be absolutely fine. Like, I'm sorry, but what Vogel's doing in that situation is extre- not only is it unprofessional, but it's just extremely like it's just it's asinine it's ass backwards it's you're yeah. making dexter out more than what he is again that's a complaint though about the show at this point i it just infuriates me this complete 180 of dexter needing deb so bad and and again it just makes dexter suffer no consequences he had yeah, that's fucking exactly, that's exactly beg. he had a beg to get deborah back he got her all of a sudden hannah's here it's just, why would you, whatever. I've said my piece. Our episode ends with a crime scene at Dexter's apartment. One Go more, ahead. One, uh, before we get to that, because you didn't touch on this, and I actually, this is something I actually think maybe it may not be that important, but for some reason, I, I took a note on it. So with, because we're, we were just talking about uh, Deborah. So Deborah and um, Elway, you know, they're working their stuff and things like that. Um, they have a huge fight because uh, Deborah's in there, like looking up Hannah McKay. This obviously comes into play later on. Um, but Elway also has this like entire meltdown with Deborah about like, uh, like you know, I gave you this great job, I gave you great benefits. He's like, you're a fucking bitch. And so, my whole thing when I was watching this, I'm sitting there like, well, fuck Elway. Like, dude, you're a piece of shit. Like, why are you yelling at your employee that way? But at the same time, I'm like, well, fuck. Deborah is also like sitting here using company resources and using all of her stuff on company time, knowing full well why she's looking up Hannah McKay because she just got poisoned by Hannah McKay. And I guess my, like when I was doing these notes, I was kind of like, well, who's in the right on this? Like, I want to I want to sit there and say, well, like Elway's an asshole. Like, you can't treat your employees like this. You can't sit there, get your employees to get dressed up, to go in having a fake affair with your sister's boyfriend and doing all this stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, well, Deborah, you're also fucking over your employer for helping you out, too, because you do have a lead on something. Absolutely. You have a lead on something. And that is something that would make this company money. But you're going to come off as an asshole. I don't know. It was just, it was a weird, I don't know, like a weird paradox that I got. And so I was just like, I don't know. It was just something I kind of saw. And I was just, I was curious about your opinion on it. Like, 
Yeah. You're not wrong. I think where the weird line is drawn is that, like, it's like Deb says, like, hey, what are you looking at there? And Deb's like, nothing. And he's like, no, no, no. Let me, what are you looking at? And he gets fucking this close to her. Right up on her. So I definitely think, and like, so that that's where it's like, it's like, it gets weird and it gets into the inappropriate side of things because like, would he have done that to a male employee or another employee he wasn't interested in? Fair enough. Yeah. So there's all of that because there's also, you know, part of Elway earlier in the season, he's try he could clearly see Deb's going through something and he's trying to help her. So I think in the end, and I don't know what this says about me, but I think in the end, the employer, if you're using employee, uh, if you're using workplace resources, your employer has the right to know what you're working on. Okay. So, and I'd imagine, see, this is, let me, let me nitpick for five seconds and I'll come right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not just search her history of what she's looking at if you're that concerned? Okay, back to it. So I think if she's using company, if that's a company laptop and that, I feel like he does have the right to be like, hey, what are you looking at? It may be uncomfortable, but like I feel like in the end, he's right. Because if not, hey, Deb, do this shit at your own time at your own house. I, I, I'll shop on eBay at work. I'll fucking look on Amazon. I am not... I don't even know what I'd be doing that's so personal at work that I can't do at home, but whatever. If there's stuff I don't want, like whatever, I don't do it on a work computer. You know what I mean? So I that's where I, I, I tend to side with Elway, but you got to throw in the whole angle of he likes her. He's attracted to her. So no, that's, and that's where I was like, that's where I guess I have that weird conundrum on this where I'm like, well, I know that he likes her. I know he has a thing for her, And there's already been last episode I would consider what was going on was an inappropriate use of your work, right? Because right. it's definitely affecting family and things like that. But at the same time, when I'm watching this, I'm like, well, yeah, but Deb, you're also fucking up. You're also doing your company work for something that literally could benefit your company. That would be like you. It's illegal. That would be. It's a, yeah. She has, it's a fugitive. It's a well. Yeah. But that would be like you online sitting there looking like, oh, well, I'm a funeral director. Let me look up these people that have recently passed away knowing I could get them as business, but saying, oh, well, I could do this where they go to somebody else. And I don't know. It's it's yeah. yeah it's, I get your it's point. Not the ex- it's not the exact same thing. I don't know. Something about I get, I get that your whole, point. Yeah, yeah. Something about the whole thing just was really weird to me. It just rubbed me really wrong, I guess. And it was on both aspects of it. That and that's why I was like, I really kind of wanted to like bring it up before we we ended the episode because, again, this is going to be an effect later on because we know where Elway is going to be going here in an episode or two. So, yeah, I left out all the Deb stuff only because I was so furious with the other fair enough stuff that I was just like. God, whatever. Um, our episode ends with uh, there's a crime scene at Dexter's apartment, and we find out it's poor Cassie, who I actually enjoyed because she felt a little bit more real than the other characters in the show. Just even like that little conversation she has with Deb. Uh, here I am leaving the Deb stuff out, or she's like, hey, what's up with Dexter? Um, and we are led to believe it's Zach, just sort of the way that's the last person we see with Cassie. 
we get the ever so mention that like, hey guys, don't forget Oliver is a character in this show. Don't forget about him. Um, and that's the way our episode ends. And this is another thing where I feel like we have more to discuss next episode when they yeah. actually address yeah. this. The last thing I wanted to bring up about this, and I said I was going to bring it up earlier, is the use of music. Okay. This is, I believe this song, this piece is called Wink. And it's used a thousand times within the Dexter show. I remember watching this live being like, okay, Cassie died. Next to Dexter's apartment. That's the second person within however many months someone's died in next to Dexter's apartment because you have fucking um, Sal Price from season seven died in Dexter's apartment. And we're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, about so I was like, okay, can you. Whatever. Um, and it felt so. I felt it. And again, I, I, maybe this is just me. It just felt so lazy because they end the episode and they start the next episode. And even before the scene I'm playing, they have the same music and it just keeps restarting almost as if it's on repeat. So I'm going to play it here. This is the end of this episode and the start of the next episode. Okay. These two pieces are cut together, but it's just the same tired, good, but tiring music. Whatever Hannah and I have, or will it always end the same way? Like this. Every contact leaves a trace. That idea is the foundation of all crime scene analysis. So it's just that 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 you could tell where where it starts with every contact leaves a trace, and that's actually a little bit of um a theme in uh in in the next episode. But it just feels lazy. Again, I'm really doing this, doing the podcast this season has really, is really letting me flush out why I didn't, I, I, I never knew why I didn't like season eight. There was always like, I know there's like the big stuff, but like, I'm really like grinding to the core of why this season is so bad and it's fucking lazy. It's all it, I have to say. It is. No, I will never disagree with you on that. It is a hundred percent lazy. <clears throat> there is. Let me think how to word this. We're we're currently at over 50% of the season. And if you take today's episode and take episode one, there's literally nothing in common other than Dexter. That's it. Or I, I, okay, Deb kind of. No, no. I, I in terms of themes, themes and 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 but, where and everything, yes, I, I get your point. And but, I agree. Be by doing that, how we got to this point is extremely. It's extremely lazy. It's just saying, "Hey, we'll we'll do this." Well, how did that happen? I don't fucking care. Just make it do it. <laughs> right, okay, right, right. You know, like that. That's yeah. what has annoyed me. Because again, this guy right here, I like him. You could have had him from the beginning. Yeah, and you could have had a character longer that actually maybe would have added some depth to this show. But no, let's, you know, let's bring him on, you know, three episodes before he dies. Spoiler. And I I don't know. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, do you have anything else on this episode before we close this out? No, because I'm just going to become a bitch fest. So, yeah. Oh, um, 
I guess one last thing, and then Masuka sees his daughter's tits. By the way, oh, hold the oh, fuck man, I on. wanted to end the episode, and you're no. not caring. I'm trying no, to make that a because thing. Because I can't. Because I failed. There was I point- failed. I'm, I am all for nudity. If it works into the show, that is pointless nudity. That's all that was. That was pointless nudity. That was Showtime being a bitch is what that was. And I will say that to the max. I do not care. It was horrible. Like that whole aspect, everything about that ruined that whole storyline. It was done. I was, I hated it. I, maybe it's because I have a daughter. I don't know. Hated it. It was pointless nudity. And I'm all for tits being out there in a TV show. Game of Thrones. Awesome. That was sucky. Like it was bad. Sorry. To add to it, to (laughs) add to it, to add to your thing. If it exists, please link me, post on our page. I wish I had more money because I would say I'll give you $5 if you could find it. Find me a topless sports bar. Does that exist? I've I've never heard of this. I have never heard of this. A strip club? Yeah. That serves food and drinks, sure, but it's a strip, yeah. it's a gentleman's club. If you could find a sports bar restaurant. Like a Hooters, but they sh- don't have the outfits, right? Yes, That's what yes. you're looking for. Yes. Never heard of that ever. What? So why did they make that for this? Like <laughs> To show her tits. That's all it was. It was to yeah. show her boobs. That's all that this was. And that's what makes me so mad. Like, you want to add nudity to get, like, so that's what Game of Thrones had for it. You know, you ch- Game of Thrones showed Dong. Like, hey, we're showing Dong, we're showing tits and stuff like that. Hey, okay. Like, it kind of works into the story because they were the whole hedonistic and stuff like that. It's kind of cool. No. De- Dexter has shown boobs in the past, whatever. Adding in Masuka's daughters was stupid. It was, they literally were just like, hey, we got this attractive actress. She kind of looks kind of cool. Hey, let's show her boobs. Cool. Right into the script. Bam. Done. Again, lazy, horrible ass writing. We are we are in a very <laughs> deep sorry, decline. No, sorry. no. I hope if you've listened to this episode and if you stayed till this part of the end, I hope you felt I hope you feel that it was warranted. <laughs> because what I am trying to find, I am trying to find a person, and I have a few feelers out there, because I'm trying to fill these episodes as we get towards the end of season eight with some filler because mm-hmm. I can't I can't just talk just about the episode. I'm trying to find someone who genuinely thinks and can sit here and talk with us and defend everything that we are bitching do not about. play. Do not play devil's advocate. I do no, not. No, don't, no, no, I don't. If you play devil's advocate, it's like I will. I could no. do that. I could do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could sit here and defend it. I want you to truly mm-hmm. think what we're watching is quality television and you could defend things like Dexter needing his sister two episodes later doesn't need her a retconned psychopath uh psychopath therapist who all of a sudden is dexter's mother that's why i'm really excited everything else because you you haven't finished um slipmaker's episode i'm i'm very curious to have him on next week because of his view on the ending yep um, watch, watch it it's very good i'm actually i'm I, i'm excited i am so excited to have him on That'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with that being said, your homework for the week is watch Slipmaker's Dexter YouTube video. So next week we could have some. De- I feel like super next week, good conversations. 
super and I feel like it's going to be more of a Dexter as a whole conversation. I'm hoping, and I think next week's episode is just as terrible, that we can just do 20 minutes on the episode and let's really talk about his project as a whole. Yes. Um, yes. So with that being said, uh, we will talk to you next week to discuss 808. Are we there? Yet? <laughs> Que es mi pobre corazón en sacar